Hello, Paul Cochran here with you. Welcome to another episode of Fantasy Harness Racing, the podcast. I've got Tommy Swiderski with me. G'day, mate. Paul, it's good to be here. Just me and you today. Yes, yes. Um, geez, Brett's a bit hit and miss, isn't he? Yes. I, I, I'm yep. starting to question his commitment to our podcast. He's a busy man, yes. uh, busier than me and you, but um, yeah, he's over in the other room in a meeting at the moment, but <laughs> yeah. hopefully he's on next week for the uh, for the wrap-up. Maybe his commitment to harness racing is better than ours because he's the one in the meeting and we're yeah, correct. <laughs> yeah, he's about, making decisions. Gibbering about a, uh, a fantasy product. Yeah. Uh, how'd your week go? Not too bad. 36. I actually fell overall. Um, yep. And I still came thirty six for the round. Pretty tight at the top, like that. Some of those scores that were getting pumped out, sort of at the top, were yeah, you know, like close. But the the gap. I mean, I, I was twentieth for the round uh, with five hundred and eighty three. I'm only ten points clear of you, and yet the gap was sixteen places on the yeah on the leaderboard. Yeah. So yeah, pretty tight at the top there. Um, yeah, I mean, we was it. I guess a a low scoring round. I guess yeah, uh, you could say that. that. I think it was evenly spread. Yeah. It was, um, but. You know, uh, Cam Hart still usual had... suspects were kind of away and like yeah. not competing in that. So, well, we still had Cam had a treble on Tuesday and Saturday. Leighton had a treble on Tuesday as well. But um, yeah, it was it was a good week. Even spread of points. Um, Bathurst and um, Wagga, they were there was a nice spread of points between all sorts of price ranges, which was interesting. And um, it looked like our top fifteen um, had a good. Spread of captaincy as well, which made the points yeah. um, even out a bit up yeah, there. We'll get into that when we go through the captains because I, I just showed me that I found that quite interesting actually. And mm. you know, and 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 without oversight of teams, I think you know I, I know that I had I had our leader on the phone um, during the week, and we and he was yeah he'd sort of identified that him and the guy coming second, Matt, were had different captains, and he yep. started to panic a little bit. And and look, you know, we'll, we'll get into what the the points differential was, but. That margin has been reduced. So, um, yeah, look, uh, we, we talked – we didn't have a podcast last week because you were – obviously we had the, the, the Carmel Carps yep. here. We had the Truer Memorial at Bankstown, which is a great day. Well done well done to you and the club for, for putting that on and um, and some good racing there. The, you know, the venue looked great. Uh, food was delicious. Thank you very much. Uh, and, um, yeah, so we didn't have a podcast last week, but I know that, you know, a few people did sort of tap me on the shoulder when I was in the room. We were right into the game. and. Yep. You know, and you can tell that prizes are up are up for grabs now. The intensity of you know how people are crunching numbers and yeah, you know, and starting to think about making those moves. But you know, maybe halfway through the season, you'd be a little bit more cavalier if you yeah. you'd sort of go, well, you know, I'll make up the difference now that as we've seen, these margins are so tight. As prizes up for grabs, the the, the points margin in between, um, you know, some of the, at the bottom of the top ten is quite. Yeah. You know, it's quite small. I think everyone's worked it out now. It's taken a little while, and uh, particularly when we had all the sort of, uh, you know, Robbie and Luke were active and, and drivers like that during the Carnival of Cups and Carnival of Miracles as well. There was some crazy variations in um, positions and changes, but yeah, it's got a bit tighter at the top. It's hard, very hard to win a round. I, I thought I had the score um, looking at the total points, and um, I couldn't have made many better choices, and I still was 36th in a round, so... Um, it has gotten interesting, and it's good to see um, being more competitive and and people still involved and active in the game as well. Yeah, um, your dad had a good week. Uh, he's yeah. one of the ones that when I was talking to uh, there at at the track, he was eleventh uh, for yep. the round. So a yep. um, bit of a slide there. He was topping the table there for a bit. Yeah, he had a bad, the halfway stage. I think he had a bad Newcastle. 
Brian. On Friday night and send him down a little bit, but he'll be happy with the top 10. Mate of mine, Clive Adams. Uh, shout out to Clive. He did really well as well. Preps some of the stat work for us. Uh, is very generous with his time. He had a good week. Um, came pretty close to winning the round, and I know he had an eye on that. So um, it's all packing up, Tommy. It's yep. it's. Uh, I think we've got a fascinating two weeks ahead of us. Uh, team selections are going to be really, really crucial uh, as we get into the, well, we are at the business end now with two weeks to go. Let's have a look at uh, the week that was. That was the week that was. It's over, let it go. We had the lot this week and we've nothing left to wait for. So Cameron Hart, 93 points, a uh, big week. And that gap was, was fairly significant, really, in the grand scheme of things. 93 points, Jack Trainer 71. Probably, the, I, I think, from what I can Remember that might be the best week of the season that Jack Trainers had. Um, so, and that and that's delivering on what we knew he's been capable of, and the type of score that we thought Jack might be able to pump out. Yeah. Um, Seventy one, he's he's done that. Probably lived up to that price tag, and I think he was a pretty popular selection during the week. I know he, he made his way into my team, and yeah, and um, yeah, I, with all with all the million reward. dollar with all the million dollar drivers sort of being out um, up the top there, Josh Gallagher and the like. Uh, he was the obvious replacement and three out of three drives at Penrith on Thursday. And then I think he had a treble on Saturday night too. Yeah. Um, yeah. He had a great week. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, the, the treble there and uh, Penrith was good to him. So yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, that that was a good selection, yes. you know, and I think most of the, the really good teams would have brought Jackie in based on yep. how the scores flew around. So 71 points, but you know, again, that gap, 22 points between Cameron Hart and Will Rickson, uh, um, sorry, and Jack Trainer was significant. Then we go back another nine points to Will Rickson. We flagged that we thought he was going to be good over the back end of the season. 62 points, great score. But I do know that our leader of the competition had Will Rickson as yep. his captain. Correct. The, our, our man who second had Cameron Hart. I mean, that's a that's a 31-point difference yep. right there, you know, yeah. in captaincy choice. So, you know, that these decisions, these you know, what might seem like small decisions are going to be potentially what decides this competition. Yeah, that's right. Well, there's 57 points between Will and Matt up the top. And if you make that captaincy choice wrong both weeks, well, you've lost you've lost the car. Yeah. The other guy I brought into my team this week was Leighton Green. And, yeah. um, you know, really happy with... So between Jack Trainer and Leighton Green, got really good instant reward there. Um, you know, and that's a key reason why my team did well during the week. Um, so 52 points for Leighton Green. Bernie Hewitt was good. Now, Bernie, I reckon Bernie is probably the reason why I'm not pretty close to winning the round because I took him out oh, a couple of weeks ago. Now, yeah. I stuck with Dougie Hewitt. Um, Dougie didn't have the best of weeks. Six, six points. And uh, yeah. and Bernie had 44, so that 38-point swing. Yeah, I mean, that, and that's – these are the decisions, though, Tom. Yeah. You know, they, they these kind of moves, because it's so tight at the top – well, it was, it, it was tough last week with all the suspensions too. Jackson Painting, um, Josh Gallagher. So I, I was forced to make three trades by the way of suspension. Yeah. So yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Amanda Turnbull, forty-two. She had a um, a, a consistent week. Um, yep. Now Blake Hughes. I need to. We need to. I need to explain Blake Hughes. So last week when um, when we we're on the verge of lockout, so on the Monday when the when the game was accessed and you'd see when drivers are suspended, there's the icon on, yep. on drivers. So if you've got them in your team, you get the icon saying they're suspended. 
um, when that icon goes on, it kind of makes the, they disappear out of the game. That's yeah. kind of the way. So you can't trade them in. It's a bit of a safety mechanism for people. Now, on Monday, Blake Hughes was listed as suspended. Now, I've spoken to the spoken to our team here, here at the office because this one caught me unawares too. I, I traded Blake out of my team. Mm. Um, and we, we'd advertised, we promoted through the social media that Blake Hughes is one of the big outs, yeah. you know, and, and a significant, you know, at 970K, a significant out in the grand scheme of the game, you know, would have been sitting in a lot of teams there in the Hunter. Now, Blake made a, an application for his suspension to be deferred on Tuesday. Oh. It's not, it's not information that's made public, and, and so when the game locks out at midday... You're stuck. Well, Blake's, Blake's been traded out of teams, or he's sitting there suspended now... That said, some people wouldn't have traded him out. Yeah, that's right. And would have done really well out of it. Um, so 28 points Blake picked up yeah. to be the seventh highest point scorer for the round. So if you if you missed the news or you, you weren't proactive, you ended up doing probably doing okay out of it. Yeah. Um, fortunately for me, I I traded him out based on that, that information and bought Tom Ison in. Tom Ison with 25. So you didn't it's lose only a three-point yeah. Yeah, three um, loss there. Um, in between them, Bevan Pringle, twenty six points. Yeah. I think it's the first time we've yep. we've had Bevan's name on the um, on the podcast. But he had he went back to back winners there at Newcastle on Friday. So yeah, yeah had a good boy called on. Um, and Blake Fitzpatrick, twenty four points. So that's you know that's where the the points have been spread. But it's very top heavy again, isn't it? With, yeah, you know, Cameron, Cameron and Jack having really good weeks. Yeah, Leighton Green as well. Treble on. Um on Tuesday, he's he's flying at the moment. I expect another big week from him. Just looking at some early drives tomorrow at Menangle, and then um, going forward later in the week at Penrith and, and Menangle again. So another big week for Leighton. But as you said, the the big guns showed up this week. Cam ninety with ninety three, no bonus points races. Didn't go to Bathurst. Didn't go to Newcastle. Was that treble at uh, treble at Menangle on Tuesday? Was mm. was, a, was a good start, um, and then another good night on Saturday night. Yep, you know that that. Were the sort of the keys for Cameron Hart. Um, Imagine probably, if he did go to Newcastle. Yeah, mm. yeah. So uh, he's just been super consistent. There's a, you know, it's the reason why he's got the highest price tag in the game. But gee, if you don't have him in your team, you, yeah. you know, you're just not competitive. <laughs> really, <laughs> yeah. that's yeah, he's. Would. Well, you'd assume, mm. you know, without having oversight of the the data and the analytics on how many teams he's sitting in, if it's not close to a hundred percent, yeah, I'd be very surprised. It's it's always easy in hindsight as well with the captaincy just to sit here and say, oh, of course Cam would get the top score of the week. But uh, I just had a look at the top 15 um, captains. I've got a mate, Paddy, that he runs all everyone's teams. He, he knows the math. And, um, yeah, there was a good spread across the top 15 teams with captaincy choices. Some went Leighton Green, Will Rickson, um, Cam. So there was a good spread there, which is good. I met Paddy there at, yep. uh, at Bathurst. He's, uh, he loves the game. Shout out to Paddy. Uh, good man. Um, yeah, loving the game, running his spreadsheets. Oh, you know, certainly is uh, is enjoying uh, the 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 beast that is fantasy harness racing. Um, so he's doing really well. I think he's sitting in the top ten overall. Yeah, he's tenth, I he? think. Yeah. yeah. So you know, certainly in the mix to to um, get a prize. You know, to pick up a prize at at season's end. So captaincy choice is important. You know, and and again, I we make we make reference to the the different captaincy choice that our leader and our and our second place team. You know, made, and we'll get into it now with you know with, with how the week played out from our our registered players. But 
gee, you know, he could have put it to bed, I reckon, with the yeah, <laughs> with, for sure. with the right captaincy yep. choice. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Winning. Hey, that's pretty good. Winner. That was legitness. That I say, all right, all right, all right. Wow, winning. Bam. Just like that. That's all there is to it. That's, that's all there is to it. A winner. Well, Tommy, our weekly winner is uh, Emil Maricic. Uh, scored 637. He won the round by nine points from Matt Lepard. And Matt Lepard is the man who's who's running second uh, overall at the moment. Now, Emil is actually running fifth at the moment. So, there you go. Um, I, I think, now I, I was working through it before, I think out of the top 10, five of the top 10 have all won the weekly round. A couple of them have won it a few times. Interesting, though, uh, out of the top 10 who haven't won a weekly round. Yep. He's Will Norman. He's actually oh, wow. leading it overall. Yeah, there he's come go. close. He's come close. But, yeah, Will's not one of the ones he's, he's picked up, um, one of the, the Harvey Norman vouchers. Now, on that, actually, uh, they're, they're due to be distributed. So, I Beautiful. know you won one of the yep. rounds. Uh, Harvey Norman clearance sales are on at the moment. I noticed in the, in the middle of the paper, you, so you might pick yourself up a bargain, Tommy. But they're not far off um, being distributed to people. So, I did actually reach out to people over the last um, last little bit and, you know, wanted to verify details and that. It's good. I invited people to give a bit of feedback yeah. on the future direction of the game. We've had some good ideas, you know, probably tracking in a similar direction to how I'm thinking as to yep. as to what the future of the game looks like. And, um, yeah, had a, had some meetings even today, actually, with the developer to talk about, you know, different different ideas we've got to try and make the game a bit more dynamic and, yep. you know, and, and really you know, take it forward. So um, I guess the listeners, the challenge out there uh, is out there for you, they need you to be our recruiters and our campaigners and get more and more people playing the game because the more people playing it, um, you know, the better that the, the future of it looks like. So uh, get out there and, um, you know, and when when the window opens for season two, uh, get amongst it. Now, as I said, Matt Lepard, he got 628 points. Now, Will Norman had a pretty good pretty good round. He was 15th overall. As I said, I was 20th and I was pretty happy with that. Will, Will was 15th overall for the round, so... Not too bad, but the gap there, 33 points between Will and Matt at this time of year is significant, Tom. So as we said, we can probably attribute that to captaincy choice. Uh, I do know that Will uh, captained Will Rickson and Matt Lepard, we're pretty confident, captained Cameron Hart. So There's your difference there. 31 points difference there. The overall difference was 33. Now... Talking to Will last week, and he was um, oh, he was pretty calm. I think he's a pretty laconic, laid back dude. But um, you know, he certainly knows that he's oh, got a lead to hold you on to, to. You'd have to be nervous. You'd have to be. Yeah, well, he's got a lead to hold on to, and I I don't think that you know that gap being um, you know cut by well a third. Yeah, it was this week uh, after it looked very comfortable. Uh, I don't think that would would. You know, ease the nerves. In no, no. And then we've got some uh, feature point racing yeah. next week as well to make it even more interesting and more nervous for Will. So you'll know his fate early next week, though. Yeah, so what was looking relatively comfortable at a 90-point lead is now down to 57 with two weeks to go. Yeah. You'd still rather be Will. Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> but Matt's not giving up. Look, yeah. he, he ran second in the round and he got beat by a fair margin, actually. Yeah. Nine points is... Um, a big result for Emil, but yeah, I, I'd still like to be Will, of course. Yeah. So the like overall, like it, it is. Look, I, you can't rule people out. You know, um, 
you know, who are further back. Look, Brad Yonix, he's doing really well, but he's had some really, really big fat weeks. Yep. Except for the one just gone. Um, you know, 90th overall for the round, 547. But, you know, that gap, he's trying to close the gap on. Yeah. You know, when he's trying to close Price the gap on on, well. uh, on Matt Lepard. So what's that, 53 and, you know, and 28. So that's 81 points. Yep. That he's, uh, that Matt's, Matt's beaten him by for the round. So that goes pretty close, I reckon, to sealing our top two. Yep. Uh, that's going to be difficult. I, I would have thought 81 points in, in one week. So that goes pretty close to sealing our top two, um, uh, which is unfortunate for Brad because he was, he was absolutely surging. Yep. Now the, the big conversation is around, you know, which one of our top two finishes first yeah. in the final two weeks, you'd think. Not that we can rule anyone out, but... As we said, Tommy, it's uh, that, that's Tough. a lot of points to try and make up in in two weeks, even with three triple points races. Yeah, for and, sure. And, the, and yeah, and the, it's difficult to find those points of difference in a two week in a two week snapshot. Yeah. yeah. I think. Um, if you're looking at thirty or forty points as a, as a swing, then um, that's realistic. But getting a couple hundred points swing in a week or two would be pretty difficult to do. Yeah. Now, um, Brad. Yeah, the man in fourth, Ryan Spice. Brad and Ryan actually, despite you know, Brad didn't have a necessarily a really bad week, but you know, it wasn't his his high lofty standards of late. Uh, him and Ryan Spice, who's in fourth, actually got exactly the same score. So it would have been a great opportunity for Ryan to sort of bridge that gap yeah. a little bit, uh, but but that didn't happen. So that gap is thirty five points between third and fourth. Now, I guess to to speak to that point, there is a a considerable difference when it comes to uh, to the price, mm. because um, you know we're talking about a, a, a two and a half thousand dollar Harvey Norman voucher uh, for third versus well Eureka versus tickets, uh, fourth is is the holiday trip to the Eureka. So mm. you know, I guess that, that that's the difference is yep. the adult because they third and fourth both get the. Yeah, the trip for two to the, to the Eureka with the hospitality um, arrangement there. Um, but third gets a $2,500 Harvey Norman voucher. Yep. Now, the difference between first and second, second. is one gets a car, yep. one gets a $5,000 Harvey Norman voucher. Five grand isn't bad, is it? Well, a brand new car. Looking better. at the catalogue, sitting down there at Junior Sport yesterday, Tommy, and looking at the Harvey Norman catalogue thinking, gee, there's some bargains to be had here for the Of course, that's lucky time of year people as well. about to distribute these Harvey Norman vouchers too. So um, It's good to see Troy holding on in, in the top 10 as well yeah. after leading the comp for so long and yep. it's sentimental to have him there. Yeah, so to, to sort of reiterate what those prizes look like, so um, the car in, so the top five get a, a essentially a holiday package to the Eureka on the 2nd of September. So, yeah, that's flights, accommodation and, and hospitality on the night, so it's not bad. Yeah. Mm. Um, you know, and if you if you're based in Sydney, well, obviously the flights are unnecessary. But uh, yeah, you can't stay out, stay close out to the to the track for a couple of nights. Um, six to tenth get it's the hospitality package for the Eureka. Yeah. So yeah, that in itself, so you know, a really really um, great prize. You know, given for a great night too, mate. They are going to be like hen's teeth trying to get. A hospitality ticket into the Eureka. Yeah, how popular it is going at the moment. But they are selling like hotcakes, yeah. and uh, going to be tough to not only get a ticket but we'll get a spot yeah. in the venue. So, you know, it's a it's not a bad uh, 
not a bad prize at all, you know, and, and you're going to see history get made and, you know, the, the richest harness race in the world and, you know, some celebs. And, field shaping up extraordinary. Yep, celebs and, and um, you know, VIPs and that getting mm. around. So that, that, that in itself is going to be a really cool experience. So um, still plenty to play for yep. outside of the, you know, the weekly prize, the $250 Harvey Norman voucher, but you know, that, how that top 10 takes shape. And then you've got it. You sort of got some people sort of just outside the top ten that can make a surge. You are twenty second. Yeah. Uh, you got a bit of work to do if you want to nah. get to tenth time. No, nah. nah. I would like another Harvey Norman. A lot so. of work to do. I, I look. I know you're capable, mate, but you're a long way back now. Yeah. The diff, the gap between you is so what's that? That's uh, hundred points. Hundred and fifty seven points no in two weeks. No, I'm done. That's tough. Yep. To get from 22nd to top 10. Yep. So the top 10's really taken shape. Um, there's a couple of people just nipping at its heels. But, yeah, there's a, there's a bit of a gap emerging. So, uh, mate, you, you promised so much. I know. I know. Top 10 for about six weeks ago, I think. I mentioned Clive with, the, with his team, Chock Wedge. He's... He's not going to get top ten, but I tell you what, he's made it. He's flowing up the up the leaderboard. He's been giving me updates each week on how he's going, and he has been flying up the leaderboard. I think with the, you know, if this game was going for another month, I wouldn't really have been able to yeah. been able to make it the way he's been going. So, um, yeah, fantastic effort by people to to be able to maintain that that consistency. And as I said, like the the top ten has got. You know, five of the top ten have all won weekly prizes, and and the guy who's leading it is, is not one of them. Yeah, yeah, you know, it shows the the consistency and the the dedication and the and the um, sustained excellence of these people to be able to continually punch out scores and yeah. just get it right, do their homework, and um, you know that the, the the fact that there's very little variation between scores week on week shows that. We've got a lot of like-minded people yeah. you know, playing this game at the pointy end of the of the leaderboard. Yeah, but the variances are smart picks too. Yeah. You can't discount them. So good shopping by the people that are consistently turning up every week too. And, and, and use of their trades. Yeah, that's right. You know, yeah. like, gee, if, <laughs> I, can't help but, I can't help but, you know, Rue, that, you know, the Blake Hughes news yeah. could have been... That's where Bernie Hewitt comes. Having seen the book of drives that Bernie had, that's where Bernie comes back into my team. Yeah, and that trade. So while I said Blake got three points more than Tom Ison, so that kind of rules itself out because Tom was a trade. It was the trade I had to use in order that I couldn't couldn't put use in the Bernie. Western area. To, yeah, to, mm. to get Bernie in. So yeah, that's the that's the the, the strategy that's and the, the plan yeah the strategy the planning the decision making the, the thinking it out weeks in advance that you know people have seen and they've been able to you know massage their team and manipulate it in the right way to be able to you know have those make those three trades work for them yep yeah so um this week we've got we've still got some really key suspensions so I did mention Blake Hughes well as I said he deferred that yeah so it it now yeah, applies off. you know yeah. so you won't have Blake Hughes all of this week so at least I can look at it that way. I would have had to trade him out anyway. Yep. Um, so so that's already done. So Blake Hughes is out. Um, Jack Callaghan's still out for another round. So we we, we should see Blake um, Jack back for the last week of the game. Yep. But, gee, you, you know, that's a big out. If, and if you're still carrying him, well, you know, that's that's a lot of cash to be yeah. holding on to. Yeah. But he'll be back next week. you just got to now find the money to put him back in because yep. it's a fair price yep. for Jack. So. 
Phoebe Betts, I know Phoebe's one that you've you've had in and out of your yeah. team a few times. I'm just, just out for two weeks. I, I, she might have moved up to Queensland, yeah. I believe. Yeah. Mm. So, um, so you're not going to see Phoebe and uh, James McPherson out for the rest of the season as well. So, okay. look, um, you know, there's some moves there. You know, it's the the big one though is probably that Josh Gallagher's back. Yes. Back available, so that's a that's a really big opportunity for people there. If if you do need to make a trade, you've got a really legitimate and and just slightly below that million dollar mark makes him potentially pretty affordable. If you got yeah, if you've got a big name to move on. Now you just need to pick who you're taking out. Yep. I'm looking across my metro team. I don't really want to take any of them out. To be you honest. might have to if you wanted to get him in, you're probably going to have to take two out. You know, say like if you say if it was a Leighton Green, you can't do a lot for like swap. You're going to have to. Depends how you got your money. Yeah. I've, I've got plenty of money. So. Oh, is he accountant <laughs> over here? Made uh, a mistake last week, so that's why I got. So I got some extra. So those suspensions, like, do you do you think that they're gonna? I mean, Jack, we knew about. Yeah. Jack, we knew about, and shouldn't be catching anyone unawares this week. It's it's the Blake Hughes one that if people, if people are sort of sitting back and smiling in the corner like a Cheshire cat, thinking, all right. Geez, we dodged a bullet there. Mm. It only it was only delayed pain. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's really, right. wasn't it? Yeah, that's right. So you, you're gonna have to do it this it week. It should matter too. I don't think it'll matter too much. It just yeah. you got options. Yeah, I mean, you got options. He's the highest price driver in the Hunter mm. at nine seventy. So you've got options. You can if you don't have Tom Ice and you don't have Brad Elder, you don't have Grace Pinella, Gemma Cohen. Like there's yeah. there's people that you can go straight down to. Um, yeah, it's an easy lock for like swap, and you're going to make money on the trade as well. Correct, correct. I would say, without seeing any Newcastle Fields nominations, anything like that, I'd say the logical person would be Grace. Brad Elder's been very good. Yeah, very good. Late, yeah. yeah. Been really good. And also, Tom Ison's featured uh, last week, got 43 points. This week, got 25. So that's, they're pretty handy. Yeah. yeah, he's been in my team um, on and off over yeah. sort of the He's last been a couple of months. One to catch, he, really. he came back into my team. Yeah. What's well, that Tamworth? Yeah. The Tamworth form that's not 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 been attributed to the game. So we've got um, our schedule looks pretty similar to what it has done in a in a typical template week. So Menangle Tuesday. We got Wagga Tuesday too, don't we? Tuesday this week. I think so. As per your social media. Ooh. There you I go. I better check that, Tommy. Yep. Um I think they're at um, Young on f- uh, Friday. Right. Jeez, we better check the schedule then. Jeez, mm. mm. Tommy, you throw, come in here and throw curveballs. Throw curveballs around. Blake Jones 24. has got a good book on um, Yeah, right, Wagga. I had yeah, a quick look, yeah. Wagga on Tuesday, yep. So Blake Jones has a few of those, um, like it looks like short price favourites will roll in. And I thought Shane Hallcroft as well had a couple of good drives yep. for for um for reference to, so my notes. You caught me unawares there because my notes here from our podcast schedule has got has got Wagger on the wrong day. So you, you kind of spooked me, but yeah, yep. yeah, you're spot on there. So yeah, Menangle on Tuesday, Wagger, Wagger on Tuesday as well. So we're going to see a big chunk of points. That the beauty of that is people are going to know their Riverina drivers. Yes, early you, in the piece. Yeah. So so the only unknown is going to be Newcastle on Friday. Yes, correct. And lockout. No, that's happens. good. That's good. So that really opens up that that yeah that I guess some people to be able to put some proper plans in place yeah and particularly help with those sort of uh, lower graded drivers um, like a Michaela Towers and those sort of um, yep. price drivers where 
you don't know if they're actually going to take any drives on the day. So you finish with DMPs. So tomorrow you'll be able to um, utilize some cheap trades as well. Absolutely. Like people like Shane Hallcroft. Yep. So uh, Bathurst on Wednesday, Penrith Thursday, and we've got Newcastle Friday. As we said, that's the that's the one you're going to have to kind of do your homework a little bit on and Menangle an on Saturday. So, yeah, it's a, that makes it an intriguing week, doesn't it? Knowing... Just being able to being able to forward plan and know your know your drivers, yeah, that it, that makes it far more settled. Yeah, it makes you do your homework a bit more. Yep. I know people like uh, Paddy and Will and the people at the top. They're gonna they've got you know five uh, meetings to go through, so uh, plenty of homework to be done. And um, I think it'll be a good week. Yep, absolutely. Mission failed. We'll come next time. What this trade will do is serve as a benchmark for future business, Kevin. Why are you running? Why are you running? Kevin, let me lock in that trade right now and get back to you in a few minutes with an exact confirmation. Sorry, bro. Well, Tommy, as I said, I think the big trade in this week is going to be Josh Gallagher for people who did make that move when he was out suspended. Uh, He's proven... Week after week, that he is a must-have yep. uh, to have in your team. I, I yeah, you know, you've already indicated you're not sure how you'd go about trying to get him in. I, I just think you'd, you got you're going to have to. I think know? Brad Hubert's on the chopping block. Unfortunately, yeah. I brought him in last week. Twenty-three points, um, respectable. Didn't have any drives on Tuesday at Menangle, but did well at Wagga. Um, yeah, there's no Jack Brown. Um, slow week for him, only eighteen points, but. No. At that price point, I'm not willing to drop Jack. And Leighton Green's been on fire. You can't get rid of him. He's been going really well, yeah. hasn't he? You know, I was that... tossing up last week Brad Hewitt, Blake Fitzpatrick, and I think they finished a point apart from each other, so it didn't hurt too much. Yeah, yeah. Blake Fitzpatrick at 24 last week, yep. and yeah, um, the 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 absence of yeah Robbie Morris, Jack Callaghan, Luke McCarthy, it has made those. I guess those decisions a bit more. Um, well, it's kind of cleared the deck a bit, and you've and you've got a, a broad sort of range of these drivers of similar scoring potential. Some might peak, some might yeah might be very similar, and it's just around going. Well, how do I how do I distribute the cash? Isn't it? Yeah, very much so. I think there's a few um, cheap options as well that are good to trade in. I was I was having a look um, at Doug. Um, Emma Turnbull's got a few good drives on Wednesday night at Bathurst from, from good draws as well. So I don't know if Doug's got any drives at Menangle on Saturday, but if, if he does go elsewhere, um, uh, I'll be probably looking to take Doug out this week. Yeah, I can't see Dougie Hewitt's name anywhere mm, uh, at the moment on yeah. the Menangle list. So, yeah, see, that's... He he was the trade out for Bernie Hewitt for me last week. Oh, okay, that was that was the plan. Um, so, what about uh, a um, like a Jackson painting or yeah? You know, w- would you go after that that Riverina, knowing just sort of almost knowing that um, yeah, who's available at Wagga yeah. on Tuesday night? Would you? I've got the money to either put an extra sort of let's just call a million dollar driver at in the Hunter or a million-dollar driver in the Riverina. I've just got to weigh up whether it's going to be sort of Jackson Painting or uh, Tom Ison. But I won't know Newcastle Field. So the gamble, that's a big gamble. Um, Jacko's got, got, he's got plenty of drives, but he's got a cup, you know, two legit solid chances. Mm. And then and then he's going to need luck on a, on a couple others. But, you know, 
let's say he jags two winners and he, you know, and he picks up some picks up another ten points across the meeting. That yeah. that's thirty points. It's not a bad return if you're prepared to make that trade. Yeah, I guess. But it's um, I've got options to bring Bernie back in as well. Actually, just having a look at it, um, depending on Bernie's sort of week, what he's got ahead, but. A um, few moves to be made, and I've got the money to do it. So, just one of the trades is going to be Josh. That's yeah, I don't mind the look at. Well, I mean, I don't mind the look at Dougie Hewitt's book at okay at Bathurst on Wednesday night, and you know, and we we don't have mass volume from Bernie, but what what we've seen is when he you know, when he does drive, yeah, um, he is. Last week heading to Penrith, having I think he uh, drove the last two winners there, so. That certainly helped his week to get up to 44 points, but um, I'll still take you know 30 from him around that sort of mark. That'd be great. I don't think he's got in. He's not in at Penrith this week. He's got um, he's got some good points opportunities there at Bathurst on Wednesday night. I'm just looking at you. you mentioned Brad Hewitt's name. I, I have seen Brad Hewitt's name listed to drive at Penrith. At Penrith, yeah. Mm. That change your decision at all? I don't want to get rid of Jack Brown. <laughs> you can't have them all, Tony. No, no, exactly. I'm, I might have to get rid of Brad, just bite the bullet. Yeah. See what happens. Now, I'll tell you what, it's going to be an interesting, um, you know, in the lead up to lockout, I think that, you know, form will start to take a bit more shape and be yeah. able to, you know, make some make some measured assessments. But, yeah, for me, it's for me, it's just get Josh Gallagher in yep. uh, any way I can. Yep. It's, it's just crucial to have him in my team based on... And, and I, you know, I, I don't know if you can. It's funny, like you know, when a, like when a football team has a rest or comes off a buy or whatever, and they come back and they normally just fire. They're fresh and they're good yep. to go again. I, I'm not sure if there's any similarities, or whatever. But you know, maybe Josh was driving a lot. Yeah. Maybe the freshen ups, um, yeah, might have done him done him a bit of good. Yeah, for sure. Um, you need a freshen up. So yeah, I mean, there's plenty of plenty of. I guess options there. It's mm. just really going well. Just cherry picking. What are the, what are your priorities across those lines? Whether it is like you said, going after replacing that spot that Blake Hughes can't fill in the Hunter for you. Yeah, there's that. Whether it's making a move in in the Western region, whether it is like a Jackson painting or a um, uh, Blake Jones. I think most people most people would have one of those two yeah, in their sure. team. Yeah, uh, in the River Arena, whether you want it go with both given that we know they're in action we know they've got some good, good legitimate yep. chances in the river arena and then around your metro setup you know that's a, whether whether you're going to chase the the score if you didn't already do it with jack trainer yeah say well you know maybe lightning could strike twice uh, jack doesn't have any drives tomorrow and it looks i had a quick look at the betting card it looks pretty difficult to find winners there so yeah. I, I like to cheat and look at the odds the next day, the yep. tab fixed odds, and, yeah. and sort of... You'll be a Tuesday morning operator. Yeah, Tuesday morning yep. when the odds are out and have a flick through, and I thought, oh, geez, I thought that was not as good a chance as what it's rated. <laughs> and Or, you know, I see Josh on three favourites, and I think, no, nah, I've got to make him captain this week. That certainly uh, changes my, my captaincy choices and trades. But, yeah, I thought Menangle looked tough tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Well. And a lot of mix of drivers too, which is good, which is good for the game. Absolutely. Mm. This is your captain speaking. Oh, captain, my captain. I'm your captain. I'm your captain. Remind me, who's the captain? You be the captain. Who's the captain of this ship anyway?
Aha, yes, uh, captaincy option. So, yeah, I mean, we talked about it at the top of the show. Cameron Hart just is a model of consistency. Um, we He's listed there's horses that we know he's going to be driving at Menangle on Saturday night. Um, we're going to see him during the week. He, you know, becomes that obvious number one candidate. But it's going to be intriguing. Like, uh, you know, the, the fact that our our competition leader, who's been so good and such a model of consistency and hasn't made many wrong moves over the last sort of two months or so and Will Norman thought that Will Rickson was the right way to go last week yeah you know uh, shows that there's there's the ability for someone outside of the pack to be able to be a legitimate option now Will would say that he didn't quite get that that one right yeah but the but the data that he crunches suggested that Will Rickson might have been the right play, you know, leading up to it. Yeah. You know, Cam Cam got a couple couple of horses that weren't necessarily rated as high as what their result ended up being. Yep. Got him across the line. It's the excellence of the young man. But, um, you know, a couple of those results, those fine margins just, you know, Make such go the other way. You know, Will's points are bigger. So well, what about Josh Gallier? Prior to Cameron winning this week, Josh won the last three weeks. Yeah. Top driver. And... Cam only ran second in that in one of those weeks once, and he got beat by fifty points yep. in that big week by Josh. He got one hundred and twenty nine. Yeah, so it's not it's not as clear cut as just putting it putting the captaincy armband on on Cam, but it feels like it is. It, um, I don't know if that if you feel the same way, but yeah, um, no, I mean Josh Gallagher's form over since so since. Uh, Week 19, so round 19, yep. he went 92, 129. 89, 109. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then had a week off. Like, that, they are incredible numbers. Yeah. You know, and the people who've made big gains are the people who had him as captain. Now, that said, Cameron Hart has is, is just about gone parallel to that. Like, so, if we line up those that same week, so Cameron went 102 in the week, Josh went 92. Uh, the week... Josh went 129, Cameron 69. So the, the gap was pretty significant there. 50, yeah. um, week 21, 89 for Josh, 76 for Cam. So 13 points in Josh's favour. Um, and then week 22 was a significant margin. So 109 to 76 there. So 33 points there. Yeah. So Josh, yeah, Josh has certainly um, cumulatively had had larger scores in that four-week snapshot. So is it one of those two? Is it, is it as simple as that? I think it has to be. It, it would be. Um, they're going to be at the majority of the race meetings. I might be leaning towards Josh, Josh just thinking about it because you've got the Newcastle influence as well. And yep. I've seen a few. He's down for a few good drives tomorrow too. So he certainly won't have a bad week. Um, yeah, it's, I, I might go with Josh just to try something new. Yeah. Well, we're going to see him. We're going to see, see him feature on some good ones on Saturday night at Menangle as well. Yep. So, um, yep, we, he's definitely listed for Penrith. So some good hopes okay. going around. So we're going to see him at yeah, Menangle, Penrith, Menangle, and, you know, possibly his, history tells us yep. that we'll see him at Newcastle as well. So the volume might, might sway it his yeah. way. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, interesting decisions for people to make. So... Yeah, and as we said at the top of the show, getting that right, Tommy, that, that's a 33-point swing. Oh, I'm, 
I'm I'm fascinated to see which one. I think it'll be one of those two for our two leaders yeah. as well. So for Matt and I hope and they Will. go opposite. Yeah. 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 How do they how That'll do they make play it, it really interesting? They don't know each other. No. They don't know how each other think. Maybe they do know how each other think by now. <laughs> They've probably been keeping an eye on each other's yeah, scores for, sure. for a long time for now. Sure. We'll seem to we'll seem to have sort of worked out what Matt's team kind of looked like a little bit last week and he you know, he was you know, after one after a couple of races he knew that he, he had a different captain. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, interesting how that one's gonna play out because you know, if that fifty seven margin fifty seven point margin's gonna get eaten into, mm. uh Matt needs another another week like he's just had. Jeez, I'll tell you what, if he has another so he's put that thirty three points on. If he could do that again and it's down to twenty four points Will going into the last sleep. round. Will wouldn't sleep. With three triple points. Mm. Races that's going to make for a fascinating round. Oh yeah, yeah. Good, good from a marketing perspective, Tommy. For sure, <laughs> for sure. Um, so as I said, we're at some meetings today. We're talking about you know what the what you know what fantasy harness racing in season two starts to look like. So uh, I encourage people if you you know if you feel like if you listen to this and you feel like jumping on the socials or whatever and just you know sending us a a, a direct message to the fantasy harness racing account on Facebook, whatever. Like, feel free to. Throw, throw a few, um, throw, throw through. Geez, that's a tongue twister. A few yeah. ideas, Tommy. Yeah. Um, you know, just to see what it what it all kind of looks like uh, for year two. But you know, because we want to want to make this uh, dynamic and you know, and a, and a you know, a really fun game and progressive game for people to people to play. Yeah. Uh, leagues are the other thing. So what we really want is we really want to amplify those leagues next year and get yeah. people. I, I don't think people have fully grasped the concept of what a league is capable of in the head-to-head scenario. I know that there's a lot of people in leagues from a public league perspective and just that overall leaderboard. But yeah. I, you know, I, I use this example with, you know, AFL. I I know I'm not going to win the Hilux each year. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to win the car. But for me, it's that league. And it's this group of group of people that over years we've developed this rivalry and it's me versus someone one week and yeah. me versus someone... And then... The overall leaderboard, grand, you know, finals at the end of the year. That's where the real fun is, and I, I think that is where the window of opportunity for this game and people playing it. Yeah, if we can, if we can get people grasping that. Yep. that's when we can where we can really get people to, to yeah, enjoy agreed. this game a lot more than, you know, than, than they you know, even more so than they they probably already are. So, uh, twelve o'clock lockout Tuesday. Don't forget that. That's that's pretty pretty standard now. I hope people are across the. You know what that format looks like, but twelve o'clock on Tuesday is your lockout. Make sure you get your team sorted, Tommy. Uh, as we said, you got a lot of work to do if you want to get top ten, mate. I think it's, I think it might be a road too far, yeah, but it is. Uh, another Harvey Norman voucher will do me. Go after the Harvey Norman voucher. At least one of us can uh, can pursue that. Yep. And um, you know, I I look forward to seeing who it is. Two weeks to go. I can't believe we're we're almost at the I end know. of this game, and uh, I'm, I'm really excited to see how the leaderboard takes shape so that it really sets up a big cliffhanger yeah. final week on that on that Group 1 night on July the 1st, Tom. That'll be really good. Yep. All right. Uh, round 24 is upon us. It feels incredible to say that after it feels like only yesterday we were talking about Round 1 and, and hyping up the idea of this game, lobbing on our doorstep. Good luck to everyone who's playing. Uh, thanks for listening to this week's edition of Fantasy Harness Racing, the podcast. Uh Trade well. Don't forget that 12 o'clock deadline on Tuesday for your trades. We will catch you next week. 
and we'll preview the final week, round 25 of Fantasy Harness Racing, the podcast. Until then, bye-bye.